She has a past and a story. She has been through a lot and does have a lot to say. She is tired of being in a cage, but she notices the doors open and she's finally ready to break free. Join me, Karina Garcia, as I share the different things that may hold you captive to an enslaved mindset, where you were really never meant to stay and you really, honestly, were never meant to be in. Life is hard. Our choices do have consequences, both good and bad. But love is real, and it's true. Jesus Christ always provides a way out. So, have you ever had anybody ask you what you want to do with your life? The things you want to improve, the people you want to serve, the dreams, the aspirations that you have. Have you ever had people speak into your life because you gave them permission to do that? What about people that try to help you when you are not easy to be held accountable? In today's episode, we will discuss how it can become so easy to make excuses for our actions or how to blame others for what we choose to do. When in reality, it was our choice. It was our decision. So therefore, aren't we accountable for what path we chose to take? So you consider what you want to do when you grow up. Who you want to be. What you inspire to do. Your vision. Your aspirations. The different things that pull you, the different things that motivate you. And as you're walking out your journey in life, you're guided. You have a guide, whether that's your parents, whether that's your friends, whether that's your spouse, or whether that's God, you have a guide. Somebody somewhere is guiding you along your path, along your journey. You might have multiple people that come alongside you, that cheer you on, that encourage you, that empower you, that remind you to stay focused and not give up on yourself. You might have some naysayers that tell you that what you're doing is a waste of time, that there's no reason why you should do that, that nobody cares, that it won't make a difference, that you're just dreaming, that that's so far-fetched. So regardless of who you may have around you, you're on this journey, there's a path you're following, there's a purpose that drives you, there's a passion that fills you, And you're going, whether you're going forward, you're pausing to reflect, try to see which direction you need to change, or you're going back. But no matter what, you're moving. But sometimes as we're moving, I don't know if it's happened to you, but I know it's happened to me where I'm questioned in reference to a choice I made or a decision I made. And somebody asks the reason behind that choice or decision or my intentions behind them. And I remember how easy it was for me to say, well, I did it because of this, or well, because of that, or I meant to do it this way, or I meant to do it that way. Well, I didn't mean to hurt anybody. Well, it wasn't like that. Well, that wasn't my intention, and so on and so forth. It became a constant reasoning, as I saw it before. People would say, you're just making excuses, and I would say, no, because they're legitimate reasons. I mean, honestly, why didn't I go back to school? Because I couldn't. I was a single mom. I was living with my sister and her daughter. We were both single moms and trying to provide. We had to get jobs. And going back to school was not something that was on my radar. And 
I really just wanted to live my life. I mean, I had gotten married at 17 years old. I had had a child at 18 years old and I had left my ex-husband when I was going to be 23. So needless to say, from 17 to 22 and a half, I was stuck and I didn't really get to live life, right? At the age where you're more or less living life, right? Or so I thought. So yeah, excuses. I mean, I couldn't go back to school. I had couldn't. I had to work. I had to provide. I, you know, my daughter needed me. I needed to help pay for the rent, the bills, everything. Um, I wanted to buy her toys. I wanted to buy myself things. You know, there was just so many reasons and they were legitimate reasons. But if I stop and think about it, could I have taken maybe one class? Probably. Could I have taken maybe two classes or could I have looked for a trade or could I have done something else? I probably could have. But in that moment, I honestly just didn't know how to respond or actually how to give an answer that would be acceptable to the people questioning. So therefore, I would find reasons to try to justify why I wouldn't move, why I wouldn't do something, why I would be okay with where I was because I was doing so many other things. And so, I mean, basically, I wasn't stagnant. I wasn't stuck. I was moving. I was working. I was trying to grow where I was working at the bank and trying to improve myself and trying to provide for my daughter. So I was doing things, right? I mean, nothing out there said I wasn't. But I know that the people that were encouraging me weren't because they were picking on me or because they were seeing that my life wasn't sufficient or what I was doing wasn't enough. It's because they saw something in me. They saw more in me. They saw that potential that, you know, for me, I had buried because of my past, because of situations I had gone through, because of the naysayers in my life. But they knew that there were there was something else for me. But it was so easy to just hold everybody else responsible for my decisions and the choices other than myself. And that's been something that I've had to work through for a while. It, it, it can be easy sometimes to look at our life, at least my life, I can't speak for yours, but I can speak for mine, and justify the means. You know, I, I wasn't able to do that because of this, because of that. I didn't work out this week because of this, because of that, I, whatever it may be there was a reason and the reasons were correct in my opinion they were justified in my opinion but if i really sat and looked at them were they just excuses or were they were they legitimate reasons as to why i couldn't if i really wanted to i could make legitimate reasons for everything but when i stop and look back when i stop and zoom out there were excuses and it was so much easier for me to blame my ex-husband, to blame my upbringing, to blame how strict my dad was, to blame whatever it was for where I was. Instead of saying, you know what? Yeah, I did have a strict dad. Um, I did have a a horrible ex-marriage. I did um, suffer trauma. I did go through some, you know, serious situations growing up. But that doesn't have to be the roadblock. Those things can happen and those things will happen. And sadly, I'm not the first and I'm not the last, but I choose what roadblocks I have in my life. Somebody can come and hurt me and that may create a trauma that may create a situation where I'm trying to deal with that. And 
I may not know how or it may take me longer, but I choose whether that obstacle remains or not. I choose whether that hurdle is too tall for me to climb over or under. Nobody can make that choice but me. So when I choose to give excuses for my actions or lack thereof, when I choose to justify the reasons why I don't take action or why I didn't take action, I can't blame that on anybody. But part of me wanted to because a part of me was tired of feeling like a punching bag. Like all I was doing was receiving the blows and the hits and having to catch my breath and having to get back up. And mind you, I wasn't standing around getting beat up by people. But that's how I kind of felt. Like deep inside, the unresolved trauma, the unresolved grief, the unresolved pain, it kind of sat there and made me feel like I was out of breath. Like I was out of breath in the sense of being able to move forward, being able to have a vision, being able to have dreams and aspirations, being able to believe in more than what I would see. And that took time. And the healing journey takes time. And I'm grateful for the things I've learned because I've been able to see how it's not impossible to get beyond those obstacles. How sometimes we have obstacles we place ourselves because maybe we think we're, I don't know, protecting ourselves or maybe we think we're helping um, our journey and maybe we think that that crutch is something we need at the time because we still haven't learned how to walk on our own. But in reality, I think of Forrest Gump, right? When he was a kid and and the first time Jenny tells him to run, Forrest, run. He's wearing those braces on his legs and then he just starts running. And what happens? As Forrest runs, the braces break. He gains momentum, he gains strength, and he runs. And then after that, he's an adult and he can run, right? Well, why can't we do that in our life? Why would we rather have a crutch that holds us back than run with the crutch to see if we can gain the strength and the momentum to break that crutch and propel ourselves forward? I mean, if we think about it, we we say that if if we say that we believe in God, I don't know about you, but I know I do. I believe in who God says I am. I believe in what he sent Jesus to do for me and for you. I believe that Jesus left behind the Holy Spirit for those that believed, and I believe that the Holy Spirit continues to guide us to this day. I believe that we're on a journey that if we trust the Lord may seem like it's a narrow path, but it's a narrow path that he's led and that he He knows. So therefore, I'm not going to walk through this journey that is an unknown journey to him. It may be unknown to me, but it won't be unknown to him. So if I continue to walk this journey with him and I continue to trust in him and I continue to squeeze in through that narrow path instead of going through the wider path where everybody seems to be running through, why would I not believe that I have a way to get through these obstacles? Why would I not believe that I don't have to continue to place obstacles in my path? Why would I continue to make excuses that I would see as justified answers to why I wasn't doing more of what he'd already placed in my heart. And like I said, it takes time. It's not a one day to the next I realize, oh my gosh, Lord, now I see what you say. Now I believe what you say. Now I can see more how you see me. It really takes a daily renewing of the mind. It takes daily intentionality. It takes gratitude. It takes appreciation. It takes waking up and realizing, Lord, I thank you for today. I thank you for the breath in my lungs. 
I thank you that I'm able to take my kids to school, that I'm able to help prepare things for my husband, that I'm able to be at home right now in this season, growing, supporting, watching our kids blossom and seeing your faithfulness through every single one of their lives in different seasons and in different ways. Now, that doesn't mean that if I had a job outside of the home, I wouldn't see that. That just means that for me, in this season, I get to see that at such a pace that I'm kind of like when you're watching a movie and you can pause and rewind, I get to pause and I get to reflect and I get to thank him and I get to choose to say, okay, Lord, I see what you're doing and I want to continue to see more of what you will do. And it can continue to happen at any aspect of where you are. Whether you get up to go to the gym in the mornings because you want to better your health, because you want to gain strength in your body, because maybe you had a serious or a tragic accident in where you know you needed to go through therapy to regain strength. Maybe you lost somebody and you're needing to go through therapy to gain mental strength. Maybe you need emotional strength. Maybe you just... Do what you need to do to get out of bed every day because if you didn't, you'd be stuck there. And you know you would be embraced by depression and you know that the covers of grief would overwhelm you and you don't want that. So maybe you choosing to get up, take those covers off every day, take a shower, wash your face, brush your teeth, get dressed, go outside, take a deep breath, maybe take a walk. Whatever it is you're choosing to do. Can you see that you're no longer making excuses as to why the bed is more comfortable? Now, if you are, it's okay. If it's hard for you to get up, if it's hard for you to let go of that blanket of grief and that cushion of depression that you've learned to kind of embrace, it's not too late. It's not too late to seek the help you need for yourself. And why should you seek help? Because you matter. Because you have value. Because you were created for a reason and for a purpose. And because all of the excuses in the book that you've defined, my excuses for my life, can be changed. You have the power within you to make choices. Whether your life is going this way or that way, whether circumstances may be difficult or great, whether people are around you or not, what you do with your life is your choice. The excuses you make for your life are yours. I can't make them for you. I can encourage you. You can gain ideas from others as you see them. But even if you do, once you make it your own, you made it your own. So just like you can make a justifiable excuse your own, how about making a promise God gave you your own? How about choosing to say, Lord, I thank you. Because although this week may have been hard, although yesterday that was Thanksgiving, people were celebrating and maybe you didn't have others to celebrate around. Don't think this is the end all. Don't think and don't believe that there's no one for you. Don't think and don't believe that nobody cares. People care. They just may not show it the way you expect it. They just may not tell you as often as you need it. They may just not show you in the way you would want them to. But believe it. There are people that love you. There are people that pray for you. There are people that seek you. There are people that may not seek you just yet, may not know you just yet, may not pray for you just yet, but they one day will. But you have to have the faith and the belief to say, okay, God, 
no matter what my eyes see, what my ears hear, or my emotions tell me, I want to see what you see. I want to see through your eyes. I want to hear through your ears. And I want to feel what your heart feels. When you do that, and you choose to thank him for every blessing in your life, it shifts your perspective. It shifts your mindset. It allows you to take like a second huge breath in of air that you've always known you needed, but you didn't know where you could find it. Because that's who God is. And that's what he wants for you. He doesn't want you to feel like you need to be resuscitated by mankind in order to feel like you're alive. He wants you to trust that you're living and breathing because he gave you life. And yeah, you may have had a tough one. And yeah, you may be going through tough times right now. And I'm sorry for that. But I want to encourage you. Don't stay there. You're not stuck there. You're only stuck in the mud if you choose if you choose to stay stuck in the mud. You want to get out of the mud? Find a way out. Find somebody that you can lean on. Find somebody that can guide you. Find the time to sit in his presence for the mere purpose of just sitting in his presence. What does that look like practically? It's up to you. For me, it could be just a moment of before I go to bed, I thank him for my day. I smile with him because I tell him my crazy things or I am grateful because even though I may have thought the day was going to start one way and it shifted, I still chose at the end to see the beauty in it. Um, I may sit with him, listen to worship music, close my eyes and just allow the words to speak to my spirit. Or I may have instrumental worship music playing and I may just allow him to tell me what he needs to tell me. I may have my journal out with my pen and just start writing, even if it seems like the words don't make sense or it's not eloquent or it's not for anybody to read. It's just my diary between me and him, my journal time, my devotion with him. Nobody can take that from you, but nobody can give it to you if you don't choose to open your journal and write down whatever he needs you to write down or whatever you've been holding in your heart or in your mind for so long. Give yourself the chance to reflect on your life and see the beauty in it, starting with you. Give yourself the chance to reflect on the blessings around you. Give yourself the opportunity to make the choices to continue to move you forward and stop trying to find reasons to create justified excuses as to why you can't. How about trying to find all of the reasons why you should and then all of the reasons why you can and then all of the reasons why you will it's possible it takes time it takes intention it takes a desire in your heart but i really pray that deep within your belly you feel a churning of ah oh, like a reignition a reignition of your spirit a reignition that wants to push you forward because you have this desire deep within inside, in, deep within you, deep inside that you thought had gone away. That maybe you thought was ridiculous. That maybe you thought others would laugh at or nobody would care, nobody would support, but it's there again. If it's there, it's for a reason. Do you have the tools? Do you have them? Has he given them to you? Has he given you a vision for it? Has he talked to you about it? 
Do you have crazy dreams about it? Do you have ideas? Then what are you waiting for? Stop making the excuses because you're scared. Stop making the excuses because you want others to come alongside you and cheer you on while you do it. Stop making the excuses and just go for it. What's the worst that can happen? You expected 20 people to like it and one person liked it or nobody liked it. You're not doing it because people are going to like it. You're doing it because the desire is within you to do it. You're doing it out of a wholehearted obedience and willingness to do whatever the Lord's placed in you. And, and once he places something within you, honestly, there's nothing that you want more but then to show him that you can and that you will because he's going to propel you through it. He equips you. He gives you the tools that you need. He gives you the resources. He even brings people into your life that are somehow connected to what that passion is. Go back and look at where you've been, the jobs you've had, the education you've been through, and tell me that there's not one thing that you gained from everywhere you've been that you can see is a benefit to where you're going. There, there's a connection. Why? Because in every aspect of your life, you were being processed. You were going through the preparation. You were going through, like the way I see it, if I close my eyes, it's like an assembly line. And the different parts are coming together to build whatever's going to be built at the end. But in the meantime, two parts come together. It may look like just metal. But then another part comes in. Oh, I didn't know the metal was going to bend there. Oh, I didn't know it was going to lose that piece. Oh, I didn't know, I didn't know it was going to gain that piece. And before you know it, if you take the time to reflect and look back at what you've been through, where you've grown from, what he's walked you through, you can see how you've gained what you've needed to gain and how you've lost what you needed to lose and how there may still be things you haven't allowed yourself to let go of that are holding on by a thread, but he's asking to just release it and how there may be things that are ready to be added upon you but they can't because they won't fit in the slot until you release that thing that's just hanging by a thread. So I ask you today, will you hold yourself accountable to your choices and your decisions? Will you stop blaming everybody else or holding everybody else responsible for your choices except for yourself? Will you choose to accept the challenge of believing in the promises God has for you? Will you choose to accept that miracles still happen and they will and can happen through your life? Will you choose to believe that God is not a liar, especially when it comes to you? Will you believe that? Will you move forward? Will you give yourself a second chance, even if it means giving yourself a second chance every day? Will you try that? Are you ready? Thank you for tuning in to the latest episode of She Breaks Free and She Believes podcast. I truly hope that you're able to begin to break free from lies, misconceptions, doubt, unbelief, and anything else that keeps you from living this one life to the fullest according to what God has placed in your heart and woven you in your mother's womb to do. I pray that his love abides in you and that you never forget that his joy is your strength and that you have purpose and are here with intention. Make sure you subscribe so you can stay updated with the latest episodes. And if you choose to connect further with me, head to connect.to forward slash Karina Garcia. That's K-O-N-E-C-T dot T-O forward slash K-A-R-I-N-A-G-A-R-C-I-A. God bless you.